T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Buffalo Bills finished their preseason with a record of 2-1 and one after falling to the Carolina Panthers last night 21 to nothing. Punter Matt Ariza did not play last night after a civil lawsuit was filed against both Ariza and two other San Diego State players. This suit alleges that the three raped a 17-year-old girl at an off-campus party last year. Here is head coach Sean McDermott after the game on the Ariza situation. It's not a situation that, that I or we take lightly whatsoever, and it's very serious. I understand the sensitivity of the situation. It's clear we have work to do to continue to figure this thing out here. The Bills will be back on the practice field later today, and head coach Sean McDermott is expected to speak with the media before practice today. Around the rest of the NFL, the Cowboys take down the Seattle Seahawks 27-26, to and after the game, Seattle named Geno Smith the team's starting quarterback for Week 1. The Saints went over the Chargers 27-10, and the Raiders dominate the Patriots 23-6. to Tonight, eight games in the NFL, three of which are on the NFL Network. Jaguars at Falcons kick it off at 3.30, Rams at Bengals at 6, and Vikings at Broncos at 9. College football also officially begins this afternoon. Some of the major games today sees Nebraska and Northwestern at 12.30 in Dublin, Ireland, Wyoming at Illinois at 4, and Hawaii taking on Vanderbilt at 10.30. And in baseball tonight, the Mets take on the Rockies and the Yankees square up against the A's. That's your Paddock Chevrolet Sports Update. Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. I'm Zach Jones for WGR Sports Radio 550. All right, it's our trace underway here on WGR and Sports Talk Saturday. Nate Geary here. Zach Jones behind the board doing something. What it is, I don't know, but he's doing something back there. He's here in presence, in spirit. I think That's like, about it. We're about three quarters of the way through, you know, nice 20 ounce energy drink. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I, I forgot hit. that we were here pretty late last night. Yeah, oh, I didn't forget. You didn't. You were here much earlier than me, though. I yeah. I got up at like four or no five forty-five this morning or whatever. And then what? So you because T to Green's at seven. Yep, T to Green's at seven. I usually I'm I'm the kind of person that I'll get up like a half hour before I really need to. You got to do the morning check of the phone. Yeah, of course. See if you know you missed any news. And I you know remembered. It's been like three four hours since you went to bed, Zach. You didn't miss anything. You didn't. You missed literally nothing. Yeah. You, there's there was no time for you to miss anything. No. No. Yeah, love the rest of the world buddy. was asleep. Love that for you, buddy. All right. Let's uh, go to the phones uh, because uh, Lou from Rochester has been waiting very patiently, and I want to make sure I get to him. Lou, thanks for uh, being so patient for me as I got through my guests this afternoon, my friend. What do you got from you on Sports Talk Saturday? Hi, Nate. Uh, well, it's a difficult situation when it arises. Uh, the, the allegations are pretty. Uh, reprehensible, really. 
if, if those acts occurred. I think his two teammates are in deep trouble um, because uh, the consent age is 18 mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure she was 17. But it seems clear, based on an interview with uh, Matt Bove, his attorney suggested that um, eyewitness accounts or um, <clears throat> investigators' reports suggest that uh, Azira was never in the house, including um, from one of uh, her friends who was also there. So that that means, but but yet she tries to snowball him into that room, which creates a, a credibility issue with her. Then she tries to suggest that the initial encounter occurred outside, perhaps with him. She's less than unequivocal about it because she describes the the individual as a white a white guy with brown hair. I mean, by now she knows who he is. Um, also, it's. To me, it lacks common sense that an occurrence like that would occur outside in plain view for everyone to see. But you got to understand, Lou. Here, here, here's the thing that I think you got to understand is, you know, less about the details of the civil suit and more about the fact that the next day, this young woman uh, went to police, and those police uh, did a rape kit test, and. If they have the DNA, it doesn't matter what your opinion on is of where this occurred or uh, what time of day and how many people were outside. And yeah, you know, there there are that is the story from the attorney of Matariza that I do believe um, is what the bills were under the impression of is that they have eyewitnesses that place Matariza nowhere near inside of that home. And I think that's the understanding this team, this organization, was functioning under. Um, And when the details became available, they realized that this was far worse than they were probably led to believe early on. And regardless of the common sense behind it, regardless of her ability in that moment under the influence um, to fully be able to identify may go totally out the window if his DNA is picked up in that rape kit. So again, I'm going to make less judgments on the civil matter in this. And I'm going to tell you that there is still an ongoing criminal matter in this. And that's going to be the thing to me that I think we find out very quickly. Now, there's a lot of questions around why the criminal proceedings have taken as long as they have. If you know anything about sexual assault, rape, um, just in terms of the numbers, by the numbers, right? 2% of sexual assaults and rapes are convicted. 2% of the ones of complaints filed end in a conviction. 27% of rape and sexual assaults that are filed in a criminal court of law even make it to trial. So... What we know about this historically about our country is that rape and sexual assault is often not taken very seriously. And it starts with, you know, law enforcement. 
Um, there is a culture of not taking this stuff seriously. And I also want to note that it's not the easiest thing to prove. Um, so there, there's a lot that goes against these women that come out. That's why when you hear people say to believe women, they mean because of the odds against them to come out and to the next day file a police report and to file a civil suit takes a level of brave and a level of courage that most of us will never know, knowing that you'll likely not get the result you want, but to still do it anyways, to go up against a professional athlete, there's a level of courage that it takes for women to come out with their stories that I think it's very important for us to at least listen and believe them. And we'll find out, I think, because now this police department is going to become pretty into focus now. Um, this story is not going anywhere. The length of time in which this criminal investigation is taken, it's taken a very long time. That's going to come into focus here. Um, but I think all this is moot because I'm not sure that the punter is going to be here on the roster for very much longer where this is going to be a situation we're we're continually talking about. And, and if I'm being honest, um, but yeah, thanks for the call. Lou. Let's go to Nick. Uh, Nick, you are on sports talk Saturday. Welcome, Nick. Hi, Nate. Nice to talk with you. Can you hear me? Yep, I got you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I was wondering, um, I don't think O.J. Howard has proved enough, and I like his Quinton Morris. And young guy, uh, uh, if it came down to those two, what do you think they might uh, decide on that? Also, do you know anything about um, the update? I know Cam Lewis got hurt yesterday. And one third thing, I just say I'm all talked out about Matt Ariza. Mm-hmm. He, oh, he, he, he had sex with an intoxicated uh, underage girl pretty much admitting it. He needs to go, regardless of the gang rape, and say, hey, too bad we don't play New England Patriots every every week. We didn't, wouldn't have to punt. But anyway, I'll just hang up and listen. Thanks. Yeah, thanks thanks for the call, Nick. And yeah, no no updates on Cam Lewis yet. Um, I did find it interesting that O.J. Howard was playing on the last drive offensively um, in the fourth quarter. So I would tend to agree with you. I've, I've really liked what Quentin Morris has brought to the table um, this preseason. I think he's got an athletic profile um, that that lends well to playing a part in this offense. The question I have is, can he play special teams? And, and I, that's not something I really looked too in-depthly about. Um, I, I am interested in what it looks like, though. I, I, I think Quentin Morris... Um, could be a sneaky guy to make this roster. So we'll we'll see how that ends up playing out. And yeah, I mean, to, to your point about Ariza, part of this seems weird to me in that there does appear to be recorded evidence of him admitting to having sex with a minor. So yeah, I, I, I believe that for that alone, um, it's a non-starter for me. So... I don't know. It's 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 such a it's such a difficult conversation, um, I, you know. And listen, part of this is for me. My job is to talk as much as I can about facts, and I don't know that I have enough on either side to have a, an opinion on the Bills and their role and Matt Arise's role. It's so difficult because I I don't have inside information. I don't have enough facts to talk about it with enough knowledge. That, listen, I mean, all of us are kind of working off the same facts, you know. So. Whether you have a take on it or, you know, whether you believe one thing or another, it's very hard to speak about it with intelligence, to speak about it with empathy. Well, it's not hard to speak about it with empathy. You should just have empathy. But we all are working off the same information. 
So, you know, until until more information is given, until we know and better understand what the Bills knew when they knew it, um, it's hard for me to have opinions on who dropped the ball and when. And I, I know I want that information. I know all of us want that information. And frankly, we deserve that information. Um, but I'm going to tell you where I stand on this is I believe her. Um, and I think you should too. And I think it's beyond time that we do less poking holes in theories and more believing the courage it takes for these women to come forward and with their stories of horror um, and, and to recognize also, and, and, and this is just a, a piece of advice for folks who are on Twitter and who, you know, listen, I, I'm not here to preach and get on a soapbox, but what I will tell you is the things you say about this stuff, you know, your wife, your girlfriend, your daughters, your cousins, uh, your colleagues, um, they're all watching. So when you minimize the experiences of one woman, um, you may inadvertently be minimizing the experiences that others have had that you know personally that you don't know the story of. And I think that's why it's so important that when you're out there and you're throwing around these innocent until proven guilties and, you know, trying to, to diminish or or reduce this woman's experience, there are women out there that have experienced real trauma. And by minimizing one person or one woman's experience, you tend to lump in and minimize all of them together. And I think it's really important that as men, we do a better job of, of I think this is maybe a simpler way of putting it, but reading the room, read the room, right? If you've got to take, maybe hold it back. Maybe stop yourself because maybe a year from now, five years from now, your daughter or your stepdaughter or your students, if you're a teacher, right? Like there are just so many things that you want to be cognizant of and you want to know that there are eyes on you and it's important to just do everything you can to accommodate women who have been through trauma because it's not your place to tell them how they should feel about their trauma and their past trauma. And I've heard stories and we've had women that have been brave enough to come forward with their, um, you know, memories and their uh, past trauma and to minimize them, I think is, is wrong. It's gross. And I just, again, I'm not going to be on a soapbox here, but I think it's important to keep in mind that there are people and women in your life that have dealt with things that you don't know about. And by being insensitive and by not acknowledging them, you're doing way more harm than you can do any good. All right. Uh, we are going to hear from uh, BetQL's Joe Ostrowski. He was on the afternoon show on Thursday. Um, and we'll uh, we'll hear that. So that's coming up next. On, we're going to take a time out. Right? Is that, is that, does that sound right? Take a time out now, and then we'll hear from Joe Ostrowski on their side. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday on WGR. All right, welcome back to Sports Talk Saturday, our final two segments of the day. We're going to end on BetQL's Joe Ostrowski, who is on with Mike Schoep and the Bulldog on Thursday. Guess who's on the line? Why, yes, the host of BetQL, da- BetQL Daily and Odyssey Sports betting insider Joe Ostrowski. Insider calls presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights the sports books don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. I read that like I've never seen it. Uh, Rest versus rust. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Rest versus rust. <laughs> I guess it's rust, Joe. Gotta get some reps. Just don't pull a hamstring. Hey, this is the, the time. Opener. This is the time. <laughs> it really right. starts in two weeks, right? It's two spring training for the umpires too. Yeah. Um, yes. Hi, Joe. <laughs> hey, guys. Joe. So, um, boy, a few things here. Let's get this Degrom line out of the way, because sure. I imagine we'll talk mostly NFL. Uh, minus four sixty. I've seen on Twitter, mm-hmm. Jacob Degrom starting for the Mets against the Rockies. Yes. So that's like a record number almost, isn't it? Uh, just about. Well, so around this time, I would say in the last few years, maybe once or twice a week you would get to the 400 number. Now we're getting to 450. It's just ridiculous. Um, and it with some of these favorites, it feels like the only way to bet baseball this time of year is taking some of these heavy favorites against teams that don't care. They're... They're they're playing uh, got players out there that you've never even heard of. Even if you're watching the team on a daily basis, like who is this guy? I've never even heard of them uh, coming up. So there's a lack of motivation certainly on some sides, and then it's tough to bet because you are seeing once in a while those like plus two hundreds get home. I'm just uh, I'm very mad at the Mets right now because they're zero two on the week and they're my survivor pick this week. Oh, so they, I need them to win fifty percent of their games and. We're not off to a great start, so I need them to take three of four against Colorado. So hopefully DeGrom can get it done tonight. They are pushing him a little bit more each start, so 
that would be a, a way to bet it if you want to go with the K prop. But yeah, you, I would certainly advise a baseball lock. There's no such thing. Yep. So you're not, you don't want to lay over four dollars to win a dollar in any scenario. I fell out of that tournament. How far in like are we? I know. I mean, by the calendar, I can read the calendar. But how many are left? And yeah, just well, a lot of people won't lose. Three oh one are out. Sixty eight alive. Okay. Yeah, you want it to yeah. be less than that when you're yeah. almost to September. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're at the point where the most popular play this week is Texas. Like, people are running out of teams. <laughs> Texas Rangers is the chalk this Yes, yeah, so you don't want to lose on the Mets. Yeah. You're yeah. using yeah. Oh, the Mets. I'll be really mad. Right. Really mad. Yeah, that'd be a bad beat, I think. Before yeah. we get to football, there was one basketball thing earlier this week with Durant settling with the Nets. Mm-hmm. What, if anything, does that mean to, to what, what their numbers look like here? For yeah, it's a it, it, big movement there. Uh, depending where you look, third or fourth favorite, the title odds were cut in half at uh, the majority of sports books. They went from about 14-15 down to 7 when that news first popped. I mean, what usually usually happens in the NBA, when a star player demands a trade, the trade happens in some way. It, at some point, the trade's going to go down, and we haven't seen a scenario like this where yeah. uh, the star player is demanding, okay, change the coach, change the GM. No, tra- trade me. No. Well, now okay. what? Um, <laughs> now he back, just starts yelling at more people on Twitter, which <laughs> right. is uh, which has been <laughs> a little amusing. But yeah, we're down to seven to one at some spots. There are a couple of teams with these uh, these NBA odds that I just I'd stay far away from it. The Nets would certainly be one of them. Oh yeah, there's that Kyrie situation. I, I don't know where he's going to end up playing. Um, maybe there, we'll see. Uh, the Clippers are actually the second. A favorite at most spots i mean it's the same story every year if they can possibly stay healthy but it's just something we don't see the uh celtics are the favorite to win the nba title across the board but yeah there was certainly a big jump uh when that news first came out though about durant i saw the nets drop to 40 to 1 so if uh you were not buying it and saying okay well that could be a play maybe they don't work something out but basically what we learned is owners are like no we're not f- giving up everything we have for a number of years to bring in Durant because we know how this story ends. He's he's going to go somewhere else shortly. So I thought that was the most interesting part of the story, that there were general managers or owners that are saying, no, it's it's just not worth it to give up the future of the organization for, for maybe a one shot or two shots at a title. I think we talked about when Durant made his intentions known, the odds on where he'd go. We talked about yeah. a few different teams for that. And so were the Nets not on the board there? Like, did all that money just basically get refunded? No, I, I remember the Nets being an option. Okay. But maybe they were the third or the fourth favorite. Well, you see both in those kind of things, right, Joe? Like, you see sometimes if Jimmy Garoppolo is not on the 49ers, like, where does he play? And I guess if he's on the 49ers, everything's a refund when they do it that way. Yes, Correct. Hmm. Correct. And like the Baker one, that ended like most people thought it would. He ends up with, with the Panthers and the Garoppolo situation, I guess they're still waiting for that quarterback injury. They thought for a moment they probably had a buyer in the Jets, but it, it turns out it's not as serious as uh, initially reported. Yeah, so that, that time is running out on that. Like, yeah. Right, they've got to get him off the roster, otherwise they're on the hook for like $24 million, I think, after Labor Day, right? Yeah. So by a week from Monday. As silly as it sounds, is tonight important? 
They're playing their starters in the first half. They expect Lance to go up to the first half. Um, how he looks, wow. does that change anything? Wow. I mean, maybe you would say different, either of you. But to me, like in the fantasy world, mm-hmm. it is a hundred. It's, it has been for weeks now, a hundred percent. That it's Lance. Like, yeah, Garoppolo's yeah. not even practicing with them. He's on like a, a field ball by himself, throwing balls into nets. Like, there's no way they're turning back now. I think so too. I think so too. But it's like, sort of like a shocking thought to think that maybe. Yep. I mean, look, if he's on, if they decide they can, they want the twenty-four million dollars of insurance of having Jimmy Garoppolo, which to me is madness. It was madness to me that he was on the team last year, with for mm-hmm. what they owed him. So especially now, if they decide that and they're two and three. <laughs> then okay, then may, because they have one. Evan Silva would put it exactly this way, Joe. They know they can win with him. Yep. So then it gets interesting. But it's all the more reason why I've said all along they got to get him out of there, because you don't want your team if that happens, right? Which it, that's got to be in the window with with a first time starter that's that's as raw still as Lance is. Yeah. You don't want the rest of the guys on the team going. You know, we were we were in the NFC title game with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. We went to a Super Bowl with Jimmy. You got to get that. Just you got to get that off the radar for the rest of the team, I think. And, and at the risk of sounding like an NFL head coach, just remove that distraction because otherwise right. that's going to be the focus nonstop. Uh, he is – Fandle has him all the way down to 25-1 to 1 to be the MVP, Trey Lance. Yeah. A lot of spots have it around 40. That's the best number you could find. I get it. We know it's going to be a quarterback. They have one of the highest win totals. Very high ceiling if you're a buyer on him. I, I think that play actually makes a lot of sense. If you think the Niners are going to have a great season, as long as his stats aren't terrible, he's going to get a lot of credit. The bet I wanted, the bet whenever I would look for this, the bet I always wanted to see up there was Lance to lead the league in rushing. but mm-hmm. Because I like burning money. Yeah. And so, <laughs> hey, oh, I, I, bet, I, bet Lamar, I bet Lamar last year to lead the league in rushing, so I understand. Were you on pace to be close at least? I mean, Derrick Henry, again, was... Just way, and then you had Taylor. Mm-hmm. But what kind of pace was Jackson on? Do you remember like feeling at all good about that at any point? I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. I was very happy for like a month. Okay. And then it was then not. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's money well spent. Maybe a, yeah, month, a month is good. Yeah, know. you get a month out of it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's better than you know betting on a couple of teams that are down three runs at eight o'clock in the evening, and you get like an hour out of it. Who would do that? Hypothetical. <laughs> Who would do that? Yeah, I, just an idea. I, you know, I've heard of that. I, I, that's all. I don't have any experience firsthand myself. I, I place more bets while Joe is on the West Her Hotline than at any other time, <laughs> and I did just scroll through at MGM to see. Over under Lance rushing is five hundred seventy four and a half yards. I'm going to pound Ooh. that. Wow. I mean, I think that's a thousand yards. If you have Lance I, on a lot of teams, t- tons. I mean, all of last year's teams. I picked them everywhere. I picked him over Lawrence last year because of the rushing. Like he's supposed to be amazing. You know, you Jackson type comparisons. And he's on the. I mean, he's on San Francisco. He's on a Kyle he's Shanahan on the right team. team. For it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With like two good receivers and Kittle. I mean, they're just going to run the ball constantly. I expect them to be great at it. And so, yeah, I'm going to definitely play over 574.5 on Lance when we're done. I'll wait till we're done because I don't want to be like weird like that. More from Joe Ostrowski from BetQL. When we return, you're listening to Sports Talk Saturday on WGR. All right, welcome back. Our final segment of Sports Talk Saturday, bringing you back to Joe Ostrowski of BetQL. Um, <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> Dallas for you two. So, 
Tyron Smith, like that seems like a big deal. It, it's always said how it has to be the quarterback to move the line. Does Tyron Smith being out for like maybe the whole season, Joe, move anything? Um, well, I'm, I'm checking the odds. For me, it does, but I, I don't know that there would be much change. I mean, just looking from the better's perspective and some of the people that we have on the show all the time, it I haven't heard the Cowboys brought up once. Everything related to the NFC East is which team are you going with that's not the Cowboys. You, mm-hmm. They don't even come up in the conversation. It's Eagles or are you willing to take a dart throw on the Giants? And Are you going to buy into the turnaround, which we see usually a couple of teams each year with the rookie head coach, usually an offensive-minded head coach? But the majority of the activity has been all about the Eagles, and part of that's been fading the Cowboys for a number of reasons. Uh, what they've lost offensively, the state of the offensive line, as opposed to a few years ago, and obviously that's added to it uh, this season now with Tyron Smith. And then there's also the turnover regression, which we know is coming their way. I mean, what they accomplished last year, we know that's probably not repeatable. So right now it is really close. No matter where you look, I'm I'm seeing one sports book, co-favorites, Cowboys and Eagles. Yeah. If we go back a couple of months, the Eagles were much more like 3 to 1 with the Cowboys as a, an odds-on favorite. So it certainly has changed. What what did that? Like I I know whatever I'm hearing is usually very pro Philadelphia. Philadelphia is hot. Aaron Schatz likes them to win the NFC. Like it's mm-hmm. analytics likes Philadelphia. Fantasy loves Philadelphia. A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's uh, part of it. Yep. You know, what else changed? Because, like, the coach doesn't have really a, a track record. The quarterback's iffy. But I don't know. They I all think it's more about schedules. Dallas than it is about Philly. I okay. mean, I think Philly's getting a lot of juice, but I think Dallas, M- McCarthy, like, I, I, I feel like McCarthy is a slow start away from getting fired. Joe, mm-hmm. Bulldog and I have a bet. Like, I thought it was such a great bet that I just said yes, just out of respect for Bulldog. Uh, will McCarthy be their head coach week one next year? You said yes. Well, <laughs> you wow. put it that way. <laughs> You're shaking our boys here, Joe. You're shaking them. I can't cash out at Bulldog.com. He's, he's shook. <laughs> I thought you were going to say week eight, not week one of next well, year. I mean, okay. I don't know. It feels like you just commit to that, and they did win their. They did win 13 games. Didn't they? Twelve, twelve. I think. But yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, they they were that, they were good. Yeah, good they were was really that a good, good year or a bad year? I just thought Sean Payton was already agreed okay, right. to be the coach next year. Forgot I mean, about that's that. That's what everybody's saying. Forgot about Sean Payton. <laughs> a slow start. Yeah, I'm down on you know Jones is talking again. It's just the owner talking, but whatever. Like we'll go as as Zeke goes Zeke. and all that, and like I just, I don't know, man. I I think they're I think they're going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. That's and this quote. injury today, the injury news today, certainly doesn't How, help them. Okay, so I was, I was bringing this up, and I was, I was laughed at on the show today. But, and I think, Bulldog, you might agree with one of these, it, it, there's always a team that finishes in last place that we're not expecting. Could it be the Cowboys, and could it also be the Patriots? Sure. I, I, yes. I, I'm down on the Patriots, too. The problem is the Jets. Yeah. Um, I think I like the Cowboys. I think I like the Cowboys more for that than I even do the Patriots because of the Jets. I, I mean, it's not to say the Giants and Washington look great or anything, but I think I like them better than the Jets. I, I'd have a hard time seeing the Patriots finish below the I mean, Jets. You've got to have 
what? I, I guess in the AFC West last year, last place won, won seven. The Ravens won eight and finished last mm. last year. So you could have a division where everybody's really good. That's the Jets' point, I think. Um, but, you know, you, what would you want? You want, like, five wins, right? You want five wins. If you, if you place those bets, Patriots and Cowboys finished last, and I told you they they were five and twelve. You'd be happy. Yes. You'd think like you had a shot at it. But you Maybe start one creeping up from there. You you'd start getting pretty nervous. Is your bigger concern the Commanders or the Giants? In the NFC East. I would say Washington. But I'm a Dable fan. Like I, I'm not sort of negative on him at all. They've had a good off season, I think. But um, Jones, have you heard anything good about him yet this summer? Like, has there been a good Jones development? At all? No. I mean, maybe there doesn't need to be one. I've heard that he's the second-best quarterback on the roster. Yeah, well. At camp. Mm-hmm. That, I would not need much to be convinced of that. Joe Ostrowski on the Western Hotline. Uh, wa- speaking of Washington, I think uh, in the fantasy world, you'd be interested in this, and I'm sure it's something you've noticed. Brian Robinson skyrocketing. Oh, yeah. And the odds have taken a tumble for offensive rookie of the year. I grabbed a little bit on I think Saturday or Sunday at fifty to one, and now we're what thirty? Jeez, oh, we're down to twenty at some spots. He was one twenty-five a couple of weeks ago, but uh, he Boy. might he might get those opportunities. He's just play- yeah, right. I saw I saw today Rivera talking about how Gibson's going to run kicks back. Now. Oh my gosh, this he Rivera! Just, he was doing special teams last week in the preseason. Yeah, game. right. No, I could tell you a lot. That that's right. Yeah. You know, you're trying. I'm asking this of. Of guys like yourself, Joe, often of uh, fantasy analysts, Eric Eager, who you know, of course, was on. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you tell the difference when a coach is talking, you know, whether it's useful information or not? He's, his rule of thumb is if, if somebody's criticizing, it's probably true because everybody's incentive is to, you know, be positive. Coaches or beat guys, whatever. Mm-hmm. Rivera, with coaches, you know, like some of them are sharp enough. Like maybe Shanahan is, is, is an example of this. Some of them are sharp enough where you really have to think about whether they're playing a game with you. Belichick, of course. Like, are they saying, are they being honest here? Are they playing a game with you? Is he going to tell me all summer one thing and then show up and do the other? Like, that happened in San Francisco last year at running back. That happens in New England. I don't think Rivera, with due respect, is that guy. Like, he got asked about Gibson today. And it's like, yeah, is he going to be your starting kickoff returner? It's like, yeah, well... We need to see some more things, but uh, I think so. I just, I, I don't think he's messing around. I don't think he's playing a game. I think he just sort of like, he knows he doesn't want to tell you everything. Right, but you don't think week one's going to come and Gibson's going to get 20 carries. I don't think his press conferences are strategy. I don't think he's using the, the, you know, the platform to try to deceive anybody. You know, maybe he would like to, but I don't know. I just, I don't get that sense from him. So, yeah, I'm worried about Gibson. I bet offensive rookie, I should know these these odds, and I don't. Offensive rookie of the year is probably really interesting. Well, yeah, the reason it's so interesting is because in most years, if there's a quarterback, it's likely going to go that way if they have a, a quality season. And it's, it's just so wide open because we don't know. We don't know when Pickett is going to get the time, but... What we do know is after one preseason game, George Pickens went from 40-1 to one to the favorite at some spots. Yeah. Which is crazy, crazy movement there. Oh, my gosh. Pacheco yeah. and Romeo Dobbs, these guys, are they're probably mm-hmm. all have, they probably all have steam on, on that it list. It feels to me like the wind is blowing toward Pickett winning that job this weekend. Really? 
Yeah, that's the the way it has sounded. I think Tomlin was asked something this week about, like, you know, th- this weekend mattering for roster battles, and someone followed up specifically, does that pertain to quarterback too? Now, it, it didn't have to be starter. I mean, they've got three guys there. But he, he answered quickly, affirmatively, yes. And I don't know, I, I feel like we know Andrew Filipponi in Pittsburgh used to work with us here, Joe, in Buffalo for a little while. Mm-hmm. And – uh, it, it just it, it feels to me like Pickett's got a chance to win the job if he's good this weekend. I felt the same way. Like, okay, it, it's a problem. If you're at the last preseason game and you truly don't know who your better option is at quarterback, that just told me that he wants it to be Pickett really mm-hmm. bad. He should. And, he, and he's giving him that one more opportunity to go steal the job from Trubisky. If not, they start with a couple of challenging games, and I think the Jets are week four. It seems like... Three or four, that would be the perfect spot to go to Pickett if it's not from the, from the from the jump. They played the Bengals week one. You know they've never played week yeah. one? Really? Yeah. I like the Steelers plus six and a half. What, why would it? I, okay. I don't know. That's why, just... why would it be possible that <laughs> they've never you, played Joe. week Thank one? Thank you for that. Noted. Why would, how could that be possible? 50 years, same division. Yeah. They've never played the opener. That is shocking. You like Pittsburgh there with the points. Yes, yes. And well, if, if they go to pick it, maybe we'll get seven. Yeah, like that's one that's sort of a, you know, game within the game situation where if you think there might be a change to what we're all expecting, most of us are expecting a quarterback, what might that mean to line and play it one way? And I think Bill's Rams a little bit. You and I talked about this separately. Mm-hmm. Like, boy, two and a half. Wow. I mean, everybody loves this Bills team, but that's the Super Bowl winner. At, so they don't have Von Miller, but come on. And you said to me, well, it's not going to three, uh, for one thing. And uh, it hasn't. And it's Stafford's elbow, probably. Or the running backs, too, but Stafford's elbow. So if we get to, you know, what, two weeks from yesterday or something and nobody's worried about it, don't doesn't that line move toward the Rams? I would think so. But, you know, I've been wrong. I could be wrong. I don't think it gets a three. But if you hear more information against Stafford, then, yeah, we could get there. If there's more speculation, it could get past three. But I do think it stays at two and a half. Right now, I mean, it's so early. The majority of bets we know they're going to come in that week. They're going to happen on that Thursday. But everything I've seen, it's 75% of the bets in the bills. So if the books decide that they want some Rams money, they move it to three, they get it from all the pros, and then they can uh, get off the three if they want to. Okay. Should I have not? Should I not have shared that? Usually, I would not have done that. We, I didn't, no, I didn't check no. with you. No, no. I would have. Okay. I would have said this exact same thing on the air. Okay. All right, Joe. Any questions for us? No. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I got one. I got one. I always say no, and then uh, then something. You think of something. Yeah. Uh, are we betting the Bills tomorrow? <laughs> well, I. You know what is it? Six. It's six. Uh, one of the sharper offshore books already went to seven, so I'm thinking the rest of the market might follow. They never lose in the preseason, though. Ten in a row now. We're getting a touchdown. Yeah. How many points should Carolina score in that game? Nineteen. Case Keenum. Yeah, I, I think I like it. Okay. I think I would take. I think I would take the points there. Surprising. It just felt like an overreaction to. Carolina starters playing Baker out there for one quarter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. People might forget that it's Carolina starters. Yeah. That's the thing. Right? Wasn't Bills Denver six? Like, that's a big number for the preseason. Wow. And they won by 30. Right. 
You know? Yes. yes. And Allen played one drive, and they still won by 30. All right, good stuff. Thanks, uh, Joe. Joe Ostrowski there from BetQL. He was on the afternoon show on Thursday, his weekly segment with Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Big thanks to my guests today, uh, Matt Perino, New York Upstate, earlier on, uh, to Antoine Staley of the New York Daily News, and, of course, my good pal, Mark Schofield of the Touchdown Wire. Uh, going to take a break and um, local programming back Monday morning. Howard and Jeremy will be back with you bright and early. And um, otherwise, the Bills uh, press conference, 3 p.m. today. We should have up on demand on the website at WGR550.com if you'd like to listen to that. Uh, otherwise, appreciate everyone for listening today. Another edition of Sports Talk Saturday on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.